Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to another edition of Spinistry Chat. I am your host, Kevin Lee with Spinistry. Today we're going to be talking about a really cool adventure that we're extremely excited about. It's our uh, 2021 edition of Spinistry's Big Bender out of Big Bend National Park. If you've ever wanted to explore Big Bend National Park via bicycle, this is a fantastic opportunity, we do believe. If you never even thought about it before and all of a sudden, hey, this sounds interesting, stay tuned. See if this lines up with uh, what you might be comfortable with attempting. Uh, we're going to go over the general outline of the plan the basic routes we have available to us, how the camping's gonna work, things along those lines. Uh, please be aware though, this is somewhat fluid. Things can change. Matter of fact, we had, we had a pretty solid preliminary plan in place up until this morning and I came across a campsite available for that same weekend that wasn't available previously. So I made some slight modifications to our, uh, what we originally had in mind. Uh, but realistically, I think it works out for the best in general. The original plan we had in mind was going to require us to uh, book one of our campsites last minute when we got to the park on Friday. Uh, so a little bit less definitive of how things are. Now we have our sites reserved for the group for the full weekend. So we know exactly where people can be on what nights and that sort of thing and let y'all know ahead of time, give you a firm idea of what that may or may not look like. But also there is some flexibility built into this so that if somebody perhaps bites off a little more than they can chew, which don't do that intentionally, sometimes that does happen unintentionally, don't use this as an opportunity to say, hey, I'm gonna stretch my capabilities, let's see what we can do. We highly encourage everyone to do Sign up for what they they know they're capable of. Uh, not not use this as an opportunity to see how far they can go. We'll go a little bit more in depth on that uh, once we start talking about the routes. There are some alternates built in with our plan, though, so that if something goes a little sideways, if somebody does bite off more than they can chew, or they have a mechanical, or something like that, uh, there's some there's some ways to shorten the routes a little bit or uh, make it easier to bail out uh, if needed. But we're not we're not wanting people to sign up with uh, planning to utilize those bailout options because that does complicate things for us in the long run. So uh, let's talk about the super generalities of it on the front end. And then we'll start going a little bit more in depth. Uh, we it's Spinistry's Big Bender weekend. Starting from Friday, November the 12th, we're able to check into our group campsite uh, starting at 1 p.m. And we have it structured several different ways where the idea is most people that are doing the essentially the bike packing option with some spinistry support available. Uh, most of those riders will be done Monday sometime. Uh, they have the capability to still camp at the group site Monday night if needed, but the day will be short enough that if people want to finish a, a Monday morning ride and head out and head head home at that point, 
that they are more than welcome to at that point. We also have the opportunity or the option, however you want to look at it, uh, for people that aren't up to the three-day or four-day overnights. Uh, we also have the option to just do a Saturday and Sunday trip where you overnight uh, Saturday night. And we'll, again, we'll go a little bit more in depth on how those different things break down. Uh, we are limited in the number of participants that we're able to, to have join us for this. So the way it's breaking down at this moment, this could change slightly. I don't expect significant changes. Uh, but those people that are planning on joining us basically for the full trip, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, riding each day, point to point, it's a, you know, a different overnight spot each night. Uh, that's going to be limited to 10, 10 folks, okay? Uh, for the folks that are wanting to start riding Saturday morning and overnight Saturday night, can potentially ride Sunday as well, and they can also potentially overnight Sunday night. Uh, it would be both Saturday and Sunday night at our group campsite at Rio Grande Village. That's going to be limited to 16 spots in addition to those 10 point-to-points. Essentially, the way it works, we have that group camp spot for each of the four nights, Friday through Monday nights. Uh, the, the, point, uh, the full loop group will be there Friday and Monday night. That leaves Saturday and Sunday nights open for folks that are just doing some day rides sort of thing. Uh, it is going to be initially open to uh, clubs ministry members at no cost. There's no sign-up fee or anything like that. Uh, we are doing ministry support, and we are we are doing the uh, you know we are providing the camping sites and so forth. So we are accepting donations along those lines. Any donations uh, that come in above our actual costs, we're just you know taking those to offset our costs. Any donations that come in above those costs will be rolled into the next spinistry uh, adventure of some sort. Uh, here is the rough breakdown for what we're calling the Big Bender Loop. Friday night, overnight at the group camping in Rio Grande Village. And Rio Grande Village is uh, you know a traditional campground with RV sites and showers and restrooms. There's a store there, Wi-Fi available at the store. In general, in general, Big Bend National Park, you're not going to have access to cellular service or uh, or Wi-Fi unless you're right at one of those buildings uh, that has, has Wi-Fi capability. So if you're one of those that has to uh, be tied into the, the world full-time, this is not the trip for you. If you're able to get away from the electronics for a weekend and maybe check in, um, you know, just a couple times during the course of the weekend, uh, this this may be a better fit for you. So Friday night overnight at Rio Grande Village, traditional campground. Uh, please be aware that our camping is ground tent only camping. Okay, we don't have um, the group campsite. It's, it's a small parking area, and the parking area is that. It's a parking lot, so there's no camping in the parking lot. Uh, there's no place to pull in an RV or a camper. It's ground tents only, no RTTs. Uh, and then in turn, when you're out on the big loop, it, it's basically a bike packing trip. You're going to have to bring everything uh, with you to get by for the weekend. We'll help shuttle food and drink and stuff like that. And for those that sign up, we'll go into more detail uh, of what that what that looks like as well. Uh, 
Uh, so Friday night at the Rio Grande Village, somewhat, for lack of a better term, civilized traditional campground camping. Uh, Saturday night is a backcountry Saturday, uh, Nugent Mountain campsite. That's going to be about 43 miles with our Plan A ride. Uh, there's a good bit of climbing in it. Nothing. Uh, it's it's not it's not flat by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but it's, it's you're not going up Mount Everest as well. Uh, I, I want to say it's probably in the neighborhood of 2,500, 3,000 feet of elevation change over those 43 miles. Uh, we do have an alternate route that shortens that to 30 miles, but still ends up at Nugent Mountain Campsite. Um, the idea isn't for people to sign up to do the 30 mile specifically. It's more along the lines of if you get a little ways into it and you're realizing 43 miles may be a bit more than you're comfortable with for that day. Uh, there's, there's an easy bypass that shortens it by 12 or 13 miles as well. Uh, Sunday, oh, there's a typo in there I need to fix. Telephone Canyon camping. Uh, it's about 45 miles. It is a mix of pavement and dirt roads, uh, but on Sunday, the route does go by a store and there is Wi-Fi access that you can check in about uh, seven miles in. Uh, and we can shorten that particular route by about 10 miles if needed as well, very easily. And we'll, we'll show that, how that breaks down. And then Monday is a, uh, we're calling that our downhill day. It's a short day specifically and intentionally of 20 miles. It's mostly dirt roads for that 20 miles and it is mostly downhill, uh, but it allows for a short day for people that need to get on the highway and headed home Monday, or for people that want to spend the rest of the day doing their own explorations of Big Ben and checking out uh, things along those lines. And again, you're welcome to use the group campsite Monday night as well. And if you want to stick around and do some more exploration on Tuesday, uh, that works out pretty well. Also, if you just want something a little bit longer than the 20-mile ride, there's some stuff right there at the uh, Rio Grande campground that you can pedal around on the bike and check out some other stuff before heading home. We'll show that on the, uh, the map as well. There is, uh, again, there's store, a store and traditional restroom shower facilities at the Rio Grande Village campground. Everything else is going to be backcountry camping, uh, no, no showers, no toilets, um, no Wi-Fi except when you go by uh, Panther Junction. Um, we will haul water and food from point to point in the Spinistry Mobile for people that are doing the point to point camping at a different location each night. If you are doing the day rides Saturday and Sunday, uh, you need to plan to be able to be completely self-supported on whatever route options you choose. And we can provide some recommended uh, routes for those that are just wanting to do day rides, or if you're wanting to do your own overnights, reach out to us and we can give you, uh, we can point you towards some option as well. But without further ado, let's go a little bit more in detail into the loop itself and the routes. Uh, this is a combination of all three routes. It's broken down by different colors. Uh, Big Bender 1, Day 1, Big Bender 2, Day 2, Big Bender 3, Day 3. Let's see what happens if we go full screen on that. There we go. 
So this is this is the full loop here on this far eastern end. That's where our Rio Grande camp, Rio Grande Village camping group camping is for the full weekend. And let's pull out of the full screen, and we'll look at the different days broken down, and we'll go a little bit more in depth on this and how it works out. The uh, day one. The full route's uh, 43 and a third miles. According to Ride With GPS, roughly 2,900 feet of elevation change. Um, none of the elevation data I've ever come across from any source is anything you can really depend on. It could, it could be 2,500, it could be 3,500, realistically. Uh, the group campsite itself is down here by the river, and this is group camping. I'm not gonna bring up the satellite and aerial views. That tends to glitch out the live video when we do that and move things around. So we're just gonna go with the mapping. Uh, we are limited in this immediate area to four vehicles parked here, but there is alternate parking up here by the amphitheater. And also you can park uh, at the store itself and then just pedal on down. If you need to pull into the group camping area, we're, in, we're going to be in group camp B. Uh, you can pull in, drop your stuff off, and then drive and park somewhere and come back to set up and that sort of thing if needed. Again, we're pretty convenient to the store there, and there is Wi-Fi at the store. I honestly don't know if you can pick up Wi-Fi from the group camp or not. Uh, there are... There are toilets in the group camp area. I'm not sure if there are showers there. The full-blown camping area isn't very far away. Uh, so, you know, if you're wanting, if you're needing a shower on Friday, shower facilities are available. We're thinking more along the lines of people that are out for the full weekend and when you roll back in at the end of the trip. I'm thinking most people want to rinse off. Uh, the river is right there. Uh, my understanding is the Rio Grande isn't uh, the most pleasant place to splash around, but I'm not completely up to speed on that myself. So we'll take off Saturday morning. Start time to be determined. We'll work on that. Uh, the, the route length should allow for us, if needed, to do a little bit later start in the day. When I say a little bit later, what I mean is not at 6 o'clock in the morning. Maybe a 9 or 9.30 start. Uh, is probably viable that would allow people that are just wanting to do the day ride to meet up with us because there's a way to do a Saturday only ride on basically the same loop that we're doing for the point to point riders. The first three miles or so, I'm sorry, a little more than three miles. The first four and a half, five miles. There we go. Five miles, that's what we're looking The first five miles of day one are paved. And uh, a little bit of an uphill, but mostly flat. And then you'll take a, a turn onto River Road. And for from that point, when you make that turn onto River Road at mile five, you will be uh, dirt roads the rest of the day. There's there is no more pavement uh, prior to the campsite. And uh, the way we, and it is actually, it's actually a pretty good bit of flat for the first 20 miles. Um, after that, it does start to climb. 
And the current plan, current plan is to have a uh, Spinistry Mobile meetup, water stop, lunch stop, about mile 24, 25. And it's at the, uh, the Mariscal Mine area. And so we'll, there's a loop up in here. We'll probably park up in here. And if people want to take a break, have some lunch, explore the mine ruins a little bit, and then head back out, then they can head out. The way we have this set up currently is at mile 27, it does go up uh, Black Gap Road. And Black Gap Road is what's known as, it's a Jeep road. And it actually, it, ha it has what's called a badge of honor, a uh, Jeep trail badge that you can earn. It, to be honest with you, from a Jeep trail perspective, it's, it's, it's not the toughest Jeeping road. But there are a couple of sections of it that just about everybody, even if you're on a mountain bike, there's probably a couple of short sections that are going to be hike a bike for everybody. But it does give some cool scenery. Uh, and uh, we didn't touch on it in the event description. We do talk about it. This is really the recommended bicycle platform for this one will be a mountain bike with hardtail mountain bike with two inch tires or slightly more. Uh, you can do it on a gravel rig. There's no doubt about that. I wouldn't recommend anything less than 40 millimeter tires. And if you're on a gravel rig, you're probably going to have some more hike a bike. Uh, definitely from, you know, a few rocky sections and ledges and things like that that will be along the route. Uh, any of these roads, though, at any time can be very loose gravel or even sandy, depending on the weather, rains, drought, whatever else. Um, so, uh, you know, we can't say definitively what kind of conditions the roads are in now or what they will be then. Uh, our experience has been that... Uh, you know, it's a pretty firm base underneath and they don't get a lot of rain down that way. Uh, so, but it can lead to sandier or looser conditions over time. Uh, or if there has been recent rains, it can just kind of uh, change the landscape somewhat, so to speak. Uh, so about mile 35 and a half, it rolls into the Glen Spring here and you join back into Glen Springs Road. And that's more of a traditional dirt road as opposed to a double track Jeep trail. And so from that point on, then we'll head to Nugent Mountain. And that's our that's our overnight camp spot. And this is where we actually changed up our original plan. Uh, this spot was not available uh, originally for that night when we were making our plans. So we had put together a different loop going to different campsites. Uh, I don't know why I happened to glance at the reservation site this morning and saw that Nugent Mountain was available for Saturday night. So I went ahead and jumped on that and changed our plans around a, a little bit. Uh, I really like the location of this site. Um, and it's a good, it's a, it's a good size uh, site. So we can have plenty of people there. We can actually have more people at the overnight there than what we were going to need for uh, one of our other ones that we had reserved and it's definitive we know we know we have that spot in our other spots for the full weekend so that's the current plan for day one 
Um, we'll go through day two and day three, and then I'll show what the alternate plan for day one could be and also how this could work into a uh, just a day ride for our, uh, our, our day ride people where they, they basically ride with everyone on Saturday, meet up at the, the campsite here, socialize, maybe have a meal or something, and then a fairly easy pedal back to the Rio Grande campsite. Uh, again, we'll go into more detail on that shortly here. Uh, day two. Again, starting from Nugent Mountain. Go ahead and go to full screen on this one. So that's our uh, that's our campsite there. We have a, a mile of dirt road. Then we hit the pave, main park road, and we will have on pavement about five miles of climbing. It is uphill, and it is noticeably uphill, but it's not backbreaking, and that's it's it's a good way to warm up and start the day, no doubt about it. And that goes right by the main Panther Junction Visitor Center. So there's real restrooms there, Wi-Fi, uh, all the park personnel and all that stuff. And a little, just a little bit down the road from there is the Panther Junction gas station and convenience store. So if you need to make a store run fairly early on Sunday morning, uh, you know, less than seven miles down the road, there is a store and a real restroom. And it's all paved all the way there. Uh, after the stop at Panther Junction, head on the main park road towards um, Marathon. And this is all paved through here. F mile 15 or so, that's probably where we'll have the first spinistry mobile stop. There's a fossil discovery exhibit in here and a restroom. Um, just a neat little spot to check out. There should be enough time for people to check things out and enjoy stuff and things like that. And that's that's part of the idea of the trip is not just to hammer the bike, get out and enjoy things. And, you know, hey, maybe it's a paved section, but it's it's really pretty through here. See lots of sites and a nice little detour to the fossil discovery exhibit, which is pretty cool. About 20 miles in for the day, we get back on dirt roads. This is what's called Old Ore Road, a pretty famous stretch of road. And we have actually a couple of options. So the, first, the, the recommended route for everyone includes this out and back through Dagger Flats. This is a really neat scenic area through here. Um, but that's 10 miles, you know, it's five miles out, five miles, and call it 10 miles, something like that. Uh, if somebody's having a tougher day than expected or just not interested in doing an out and back, you can... You can bypass the Dagger Flats and just stay on the main loop here. And uh, it'll shorten the day from a 45-mile day to a 35-mile day at that point. Realistically, we'll probably have the Spinistry Mobile at this intersection to people catch people going out and back. And also, so we know who may have bypassed Dagger Flats altogether just to keep track of everyone. And then at the end of the day... An old ore road, this whole area is really, really cool. This is a fantastic ride, but you're doing it mostly downhillish once you get onto the old ore road. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna overnight in Telephone Canyon at Telephone Canyon spot number two. 
it's basically the end of the road. It looks like the road goes on further, but that's this is where it's this is the dead end. This is the end of the road. I think it turns into a hiking trail after that, but I'm not positive. It's a little unclear. I'm not I haven't been able to find any documentation of people actually hiking Telephone Canyon Trail. Um and some of the maps show it as abandoned trail. So I don't, there, there are other trails in the area as well. But for the overnight, we should have this all to ourselves, end of the road. Uh, if definitely, if we're if we have uh, clear skies at night, it's going to be a great star gazing opportunity. And I'll have to check the uh, lunar calendar. I don't know what phase of the moon we'll be in uh, for this weekend yet. So that's the end of day two. Uh, roughly 45 miles and somewhere between 2,000 and 2,500 feet of climbing. Realistically, a big chunk of that is going to be at the beginning of the day and on pavement. Uh, so uh, that should be a really fun day. And then day three, Big Bender three. Uh, it's mapped out at 18 miles plus. Most of that will be dirt road and most of that will be downhill. Uh, again, starting basically at the end of Telephone Canyon Road. And we have this one laid out with a uh, here we go. At mile 10. If anyone's interested in checking out Ernst Taneha, it's a it's a really neat site and a really cool hike. To get here, uh, we'll probably have the Spinistry Mobile. There's a there's a trailhead here. Probably have the Spinistry Mobile parked there. So if folks want to head up here, reload on some water for the last 10 miles or so, maybe go on a short hike. We'll keep an eye on people's bikes if they want to go up the Ernst Taneha Trail, uh, sort of thing, and then finish up at mile a little over mile 15. You catch the main paved road. And basically coast downhill back to the main campsite and uh, clean up for the day or plan to camp for the night if you're planning to camp for the night you're definitely welcome to explore the park and see other sites or make your own arrangements for another campsite for that evening or if you just if you know 18 and a half miles or so and, and an Ernst Taneha hike aren't enough for you uh, you can catch some more riding here uh, and check out the Bukias Canyon areas. Be, head towards Bukias Canyon Trail, the Overlook, some and some neat stuff down there. So that's the overview of the planned routes for all three days. Now, what I'd like to do is show you. We already showed you the Big Bender Two shortcut, where you take Dagger Flats out and shorten day two by ten miles if needed. Uh, I'm going to show you day one how that can be shortened up and also turned into a um, turn into a, a single day loop for people that, that are just uh, planning to to ride on Saturday and go back to Rio Grande Village for Saturday night camping as well. We're going to do the edit function here. Bring this up. So basically to shorten the route for people that decide that 45 miles and Black Gap Road might be too much for them. Uh, at about, let me see here, mile 15, you can call an audible and go up Glen Springs Road here. 
And if you do that, I'll lay a control point here. If you do that, that shortens your day to right at 30 miles if you're planning to do the point to point and join us for the full weekend. Okay. So that turns it into a 30 mile day instead of roughly a 45 mile day. And it takes out uh, roughly 500 feet of elevation gain, according to the map here. Again, I never take those numbers as gospel by any stretch of the imagination. Now, so that's a 30 mile day, mostly uphill. Uh, but at that point, you're also past the top of the hill. So if you decide to go back to Rio Grande Village that day, again, a mile past the campsite, you catch the main park road at mile 31-ish. Now you're on pavement. And you can essentially coast downhill from there all the way back to group camp at Rio Grande Village uh, for a total day of 46 miles and so what that what that get that added roughly 16 miles right so uh, you can add 16 miles to either total so even if you want to do the day ride on the longer route and include black gap if you're if you're a strong rider and you, you're comfortable doing that uh, you can do the the roughly 45 mile day including black gap road uh, hang out with us, have a meal and drinks and everything uh, later in the afternoon, and then another 16 miles, uh, m mostly paved and downhill back to Rio Grande Village. Uh, so that's that's not a bad little day ride uh, right there. Now that would be on Saturday. That works because you can do it, you know, with some spinistry support along the way. Uh, if you you're welcome to do that ride on Sunday as well if you want to do that on a Sunday ride just be aware uh, that you'll have to carry everything needed to go that full distance there aren't you know there's no water fountains along the way there's no convenience stores along the way or or anything like that uh, so you you know you'll, you'll have to you'll have to make all, make sure you have everything covered and that you're capable of doing that on a solo basis uh, for those types of trips as well. So hopefully that gives everyone a good idea of, of what we're looking at. The sign up itself will open Friday morning. What's today? Wednesday, the 29th. So, uh, October 1st, I believe at 8 AM, I believe is when we have the, let's see. Uh, yeah, 8:30 AM. Sign up opens 8.30 a.m. October 1st, Central Time. Again, very limited spots, particularly for the full weekend, 10 spots there. Another 16 spots are available for Saturday overnight uh, and Sunday overnight as well. Uh, when folks sign up for the Saturday and Sunday self-supported adventures, I'll probably reach out to you just to get a better idea of what you're comfortable doing or what you're looking to accomplish and then we can once we get a sense of how many riders might be comfortable doing what distance we will help coordinate some group rides and, and things like that uh, spinistry support will just be for the full loop we're not able to go back and forth uh, across the park to help everybody so if you're doing the self-supported adventure saturday and sunday 
that's going to be truly self-supported. So be sure to have everything positioned to take care of yourself. We're excited about this one. Uh, we we did uh, a group outing with a variation of this loop uh, earlier this year, and that was that was a big success. Uh, it, there's no doubt it was a challenge. Uh, we we did a little bit longer days, basically the same route as the uh, without the black gap, uh, but over two days instead of three. And that everyone in that group was able to pull it off, but there's no doubt uh, it was it was uh, it was tiring for a few. So we're we're breaking it up over three. If you're capable of doing all this in two days, you're welcome to give that a try, but it would be on a self-supported basis. And we would probably need to make some verifications of where you might be able to overnight if that's the case. So message us if you have any questions and uh, we'll be more than happy to get back with you and share any additional details. And uh, we're looking forward to this.